Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Star Wars. Da, da. Oh, that's us done. Coffee right da, 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 da. now. We can have that much. Oh, it's going on YouTube. Yeah. This is why you don't go on YouTube anymore. Alex, is <laughs> yeah. that one week when you did Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Look, I did Jurassic Park. That v- video did what? Six million views? But what, yeah. what you're saying there is your v- what you're singing is not accurate enough to get flagged. And I'm all right with that. Yeah. Well, fair yeah. enough. I've fair never good. claimed to be good at singing. So oh, this, this I is... I am good at analysing Star Wars films, though. Excellent. Good, because this is the IGN UK podcast Star Wars special. Um, this is going to be full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen Star Wars, I can't see you getting much out of this. Yeah, and much like um, the holiday special, once the Americans listen to this, it will get taken down and yeah. you won't be able to get it online <laughs> on Google Drive. Um, but yeah, we've seen Star Wars. I've seen it twice. You've seen it once. Yep. You've seen it once. Yes. Um, I saw it fucking twice in 24 hours <laughs> because of uh, you're a madman just a silly scheduling thing twice um, in 12 hours yeah like uh, like to the point where I, I think I got home at 4 I think you, yeah you guys were quite worried that I wasn't going to turn up yeah um, and I was trying to call again so. a vacant roll <laughs> with my phone in my back pocket and I turned up I was like oh my Star Wars <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, it was Gav bought all the tickets we paid him back um, meeting at 10.30 10.20 no sign of Gav we were like he was out late last night we give him a little ring phone ringing out twice three <laughs> times it's like he's hasn't not what's happened he hasn't been online since 3am yeah me and Carly run the corner again and then the you stroll in alright <laughs> oh, what, what were you worried about, about? <laughs> we'd already got the tickets from the like Alex had to smooth talk the lady um, I've realised that I, if you ever book tickets at that uh, cinema world, I yeah. can get them easily can you yes excellent you basically don't need to know anything apart from someone's name good you can just go in and be like, uh, yeah, Jerry. Jerry just bought the tickets no, for us. No, Jez doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> Jez doesn't screw this. Yeah, I was looking forward to Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> How many tickets did Jerry buy? Four? Four. Three? Four. Two? Two. Um, one. One, one uh, ticket for Minions. Yeah, I'll take it. I have to admit, so as the credits rolled, I was super excited for to see this, but as the credit rolled, I leaned over to my girlfriend and went, I was all right. thought it was good. I don't think it's... In, I don't think it's the best Star Wars. I don't think it's the worst. No. Um, I think there's good stuff about it. I think there's bad stuff about it. I think all this bloody podcast I think stuff, if, guys. If nothing else, and I think the first weekend of general release, I should say, lots of fucking spoilers in this. Yeah. Um, it's been a divisive movie, mm. but I think what's kind of cool is like, there's lots to talk about. There's lots of movies that come out and like wash over people going, oh yeah, it's good. Mm. But at least here, there's lots to talk about and people have yeah. very strong opinions about lots of different elements of it. Well, I didn't yeah. talk to any of you guys. Yeah. Oh, I spoke briefly to you guys. Yeah, yeah. But I would say it took me the rest of that day just to try and process my thoughts yeah. and how I felt about it. And it did leave me in a bad mood. Mm. Not necessarily because I disliked the film, but that's there were so many things that I was like, uh, yeah, uh, which we will talk about over the next hour or so. And I think that's the kind of, I guess, for massive Star Wars fans, you kind of don't want that coming out of it. Like, I have to admit, I love Force Awakens when oh. I saw it in the cinema. Like, when we I saw it together. Like, like, it almost feels like sometimes you say that. that yeah. In a, in a similar way that opinions about this can get a certain reception. It feels mm. like Force Awakens is like, you're not allowed to like it as much yeah. as you do. It's like, it's brilliant. I love film. it. I, I watched it again before we saw yeah. Last Jedi. Still, like, that's what... But there's a kind of patronising attitude that exists, but oh, yeah. some yeah. people have about it is good. Oh, because you just like the same thing. Yeah. Which, like, the thing they did was brilliant. I think it's br- I think it's <laughs> great. And it's just like, it feels like Star Wars. It's a lot of fun. I, love the, I loved all the new characters. Like, meeting new characters in the Star Wars universe is fucking brilliant. And there was loads of them in Force Awakens. Whereas this is uh, not so many. But the ones they do <laughs> put in, I thought were really good. Um, like, yeah, we haven't put it on yet, but I, th- I actually thought Rose was really good. Yeah, I she was even, really good. Even though I wasn't into their storyline, I yeah. thought she was brilliant. Well, I think she's, she was brilliant in her own right. Yeah. And I think I think this is a big thing when we get on to talking about Ryan Johnson and what he did with it. But yeah. she's like him taking the focus away from like this dynasty family. Yeah. And it's just like more, his his take on Star Wars is more like it's about anyone, no ones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and like little people rather than these like gigantic characters. Like there's yeah. something quite iconoclastic about his take on Star Wars yeah. that it's like tearing stuff. Yeah. Like Kylo Ren, it's like just wants to tear everything down. It's like yeah. kind of what he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we've put this into rough order. Uh, first up, lingering questions. Mm. Yeah, and I think like I've put I put that point first just because I think one of them obviously there's been. Maybe backlash isn't too much, like because lots of people do really love it. Yeah. But some of the things that people have had a negative reaction to it, and I think one of the main things is that kind of disappointment that certain questions seemingly were set up yeah. by Abrams in The Force Awakens, yeah. and were frustrated, yeah. or they weren't happy with the answers that um, yeah. Last Jedi gave. Like well, in, the, in the in the case of Snoke, no answer really yeah, yeah, about yeah. who he is. Well, that's it. We were sat down just before the film started mm. and we're like, I can't believe we've waited two years yeah. to see what happens next. Yeah, yeah. And that to me, like far outweighed, like, I hadn't seen any trailers beforehand. You'd seen nothing. I'd seen nothing at all. Nothing so, at all? No, nothing, no. Bloody hell. So that for me was the anticipation, not about, you know, what I'd seen in the trailers or what might be coming next. It was like, I want to know what the, the story is. Mm. Uh, and I was definitely, I felt disappointed by that. Yeah. I, I found, and again, we're talking more detail, I cared less about the characters that I loved in Force Awakens at the end of this film than I did at the end of Force Awakens. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I do wonder if there is something to be said, and I, we'll never know this, or maybe we'll know in 50 years hence when like, an, you know, a behind-the-scenes book comes out, yeah. is how much was planned in advance. Yeah. How much J.J. Abrams was given the directive of set up a story, yeah with potential mysteries and potential things to fulfill later on. Yeah. But don't have it all planned out. You yeah. need to give the next filmmaker some wiggle room. Yeah. Obviously the original trilogy, even though it was probably made a bit on the hoof, it was George Lucas. Yeah. It was one dude and he was following very specific like um, you know, anthropological like yeah. story you know, storytelling it's archetypes and stuff. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah. like yeah. even if he doesn't know exactly what's gonna happen in two and three it doesn't matter. You've got a thousand years of storytelling to back you up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like J.J. Abrams set up mysteries around race heritage yeah. and also who Snook was. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a really good TED talk that Abrams does where he talks about his approach to storytelling. And this mm. is in everything he's ever made, pretty much. Yeah. And he brings on stage at this TED talk a box with a question mark on it. And he goes, that's more interesting than what's in the box. Yeah. Like yeah. in Force Awakens, there's literally a mystery box in the basement of Maz Kanata's yes. castle. Yes. <laughs> and he does this. You know, Loss is probably the, the his most successful and yeah. maybe most ridiculed example of this. It's setting up mysteries that you can never because the mystery is more exciting absolutely yeah. yeah and he's done that and I actually like Ryan Johnson's answer to race parentage mm. I think he takes that like even if it's Obi-Wan Kenobi which is a theory I subscribe to for yeah. ages it would have been like oh sweet yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's Ben Kenobi cool like yeah. I like the symbolism of her being no one yeah, yeah. oh absolutely yeah. yeah it's sad and he and uses I'll, it against her in that yeah. scene well that's it the delivery from like Kylo Ren like to really sort of make her feel small and belittle her. I thought yeah. that was a, again a, an, a, an excellent piece yeah and I, 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 the general feeling I had from the film is that I thought it had some brilliant ideas but I yeah. thought sometimes the execution was poor I do like what you're saying about um like Ryan Johnson basically not throwing away stuff, but in one scene he literally throws away the lightsaber. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I actually like. I like that. At the be that's the thing. When I first saw it, I liked that because I was just like, it kind of goes well. Nothing that nothing you think matters matters. But then at the same time, I did kind of just go. Fucking, I wait two years for this, man. Show <laughs> like, a tiny bit more respect for what I want. <clears throat> yeah, I like. I think I like what it represents more yeah. than the actual moment. Absolutely. Because yeah, when he yeah. does it, I was like, oh, I just want you to say. <laughs> yeah. And but that kind of being that kind of suggests to me that they didn't have any plan for it because what I don't think you would end a film like that going holy shit it's going to pick back yeah, up in the second yeah, one yeah. I don't think you would pick it I don't I, think you would end it like that because I think that's a really cheap yeah, way of doing yeah, it yeah, I think yeah. I wonder what yeah. Abrams had in mind yeah like, but I think that's the thing like the, the number of kind of ideas that I had about where the story would go and mm. how that scene would pick up I never thought for once it would be like that yeah, yeah. and there's different approaches to storytelling you know like I think Stephen you know this is another adage where it's like you know, write yourself into a corner yeah. yeah, and you'll be more creative as a result. And I think that's what kind of happened with Ryan Johnson. He was kind of written into several corners by yeah. 
specific plot point set up, but also when we talk about particular storylines and subplots with characters that he doesn't really know what to do with. Yeah. Because there's no room for them. Like, yeah. Rose is a cool character, but Finn is a little bit redundant. Like, he does yeah. go on another mad adventure mm. that ultimately doesn't mean much. It's more to introduce the, the planet of Kanto Bai than yes. anything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, the yeah. idea behind yeah. that? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. when you actually look at what they do, it's futile in the end maybe yeah. that's, maybe that's the point as well um, I, gonna say I, I, I am also aware at this moment we are discussing the movie it does sound like we're very down on it mm. but like I really enjoyed it and had a good time watching it but yeah. I think it's just it's so unexpected yes whereas yeah, yeah, I think yeah. Force Awakens was so easy to enjoy yeah, yeah. I yeah. think it's, I don't mind it being unexpected but at the same time like as you're saying like one you know Ryan Johnson is uh, doing one and then um, so like J.J. Abrams does something yeah. and he sets up this and then Ryan Johnson takes over and then like if I don't know for me there should be a better through line on everything like yeah. it shouldn't feel like that game where you draw the top you draw the yeah. head you yep. fold it over yep. hands yep. your well, mate wonder, he draws yep, the yep, thing yeah, like, I wonder if it shouldn't feel like that they should know I th- yeah I wonder if, like there must be some wider beats laid yeah. down like there has to be like foundational stuff but yeah yeah and then, do you think that's a thing? It's, that's the thing that well, we I'd just love don't to know. know. Absolutely, yeah. Because it's so interesting. Just like the thing we don't like. Are they just go right? You've got to get from here to here. Do whatever the fuck you want in the middle. Like, is it like that? Can it yeah, be like that? Yeah. Well, they've killed Luke. Yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> guy in nine. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, I love if Abrams <laughs> is watching eight, going, oh, st- oh, oh what would it do there? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, they, they've, okay, they've, bur- they've burnt the tree. I wanted the forest tree. Needed they've the killed tree. Luke. Yeah. Fucking- <laughs> get going. Get yeah. him back. That was the big finale. He's just Bubbles. like, oh, I can't wait for like my episode. Episode's like Snoke's room. Like, <laughs> Colin happy with this. Ryan's like, Colin was just happy to be in the room. Yeah. yeah. He got a Star Wars notepad. <laughs> like. Tree, yep. needed that. Snow, oh, could have, could have done with him in nine, to be so, honest. Like, uh, to be honest, I planned a load of stuff about Snow in episode yeah. seven. You haven't noticed? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is true. It like, says Ren Miller from Rebels. Yeah. I do think that Snoke needed a bit more explanation. And I know that people are like, Emperor Palpatine didn't. Yeah. But I still feel like he was such a, a force in the first one. He was the puppet master, not just of obviously yeah. Kylo Ren and Hux, but presumably he's the person that brought the First Order yeah. into well, I existence. Th- I think if he was just like a new Sith Lord, yeah. I think he needs less explanation yes. because you can tie him into that lineage. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, idea yeah. that we, Master and Apprentice, there's always two, the, so yeah, on yeah. and so forth. But it says about him like in all the kind of supporting texts yeah. that he is not a Sith. I know. So that raises a big question as yeah. to what is he? Yeah. yeah. And I feel like if you're going to make that point that he's not a Sith, you do yeah. need to like explicate it slightly. Yeah. I don't need like ma- reams of explanation. Yeah. No, exactly. I think it probably could have been, you know, one or two lines of dialogue. It's mm. like, right, get it. Understand where you're coming from. But now yeah. it's just like, uh. And I, th- I think it's because, as you say, again, with the stupid mystery box thing, like he's shrouded in mystery in the first. Like, who the fuck is this dude? Why is he this big? Why is he in the hologram? Yeah. Like, and then in the second one, it's like, oh, by the way, it's this dude. Um, yeah. What reason? Don't matter. He's Don't matter. So. It's actually, he's actually incidental because this is yeah. Kylo Ren's story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's all, that's what this is. It's like, mm. we've had two years since the last episode of Lost. Yeah. And we've been allowed to go collectively mental yeah. about yeah. all this stuff. Like, yeah. you see this between um, episodes of Lost at university. Oh, my mate yeah. Blair used to live with. We used to like theorize all week. Yeah. That's what we've been doing for two years. Yeah. And, you know, again, no answer is going to really satisfy you. Yep. Although I, I think the kind of the Ray answer undercuts it in a satisfying way. Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. it ties in thematically to where I think the trilogy is going, yeah. which is away from the Skywalkers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Which yeah. is the whole point of this movie for me, <clears> is <throat> trying to, like, tear that down to build up something new. Yeah, and obviously we know what's coming next with Ryan Johnson doing this new trilogy of stuff like yes. that. And it's like, that, you know, this is a good setup for that. But at the same time, I kind of maybe that would have been a better setup at the end of nine rather yeah. than in the middle of this, like because now I have no idea where it's going. And at the same time, it's just like with the Snoke thing, the thing that, that the second time around watching it, the thing that really struck me was the Luke and Kylo Ren thing where you see that he was gonna like kill him because he was like, Oh, his heart had already been turned yep. uh, by Snoke. It's like, all right, well, do you want to work with him a little bit rather than killing him? Just yeah. like, or like understand that a little bit more. Yeah. It's like, so, or give us an understanding of why he was able to turn his heart and you weren't able to keep his heart. Like, why is he so powerful as a person? Mm. That Matt is dead. Yeah, well, I think 
it leads on nicely to discussing Luke in more yeah. detail because Mark Hamill's that like, was even on the record saying that he I think similar to what you're just saying, like yeah. he read the original script for Last Jedi and kind of had a fight with Ryan Johnson saying yeah. this isn't Luke. Yeah. Um but it kind of serves the purpose of the film that Luke is in this very different place than we've ever yeah. known him before. And I think like the thing that, that I just it doesn't strike me as proper is he started training Kylo Ren then he realized Kylo Ren was like too powerful so what he does is he fucks off and now he's created this like massive power yeah. I think yeah. the king responsibility is the yeah. biggest one yeah. yeah and he just goes right I've created this uh, monster you guys deal with that I'm off to this island then Ray comes back and it gives him a like okay you might have made a mistake with Kylo Ren here's your opportunity to do something about that and to fix that and what does he do he's just like nah I'm done with it and like lets her go off by herself it's yeah. like potentially send her off like another fucking atom bomb uh, in the form of another possible Sith Lord send off it's like Dude, at some point, man, you guys got like. Also, why you fought evil before? (laughs) You know the power of this. But also, it's like surely, as a Jedi, if I was a Jedi, right, and someone came to me who was like the best Jedi, I'd be like, "This is fucking wicked!" Like, no one ever (laughs) seems excited by it. It's like if you were a professional footballer and then you see someone like you, you hear like professional footballers talk about like you know with the time they played with Zidane or something like that. It's like he was on a different level. They enjoyed that. It's like. He's had all these powerful people around him. At no point is he enjoyed. He's just like, nah, too powerful, fucker. It's like, they should be happy these people Jealous. are so powerful. Like, like Ryan Giggs and Ronaldo come through. <laughs> yeah. It's brilliant, is it? I, I don't... I, He's not going to say Man United his whole career like me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's the, I think yeah. what's... If it wasn't for Kylo Ren and him being aware of what he was going to do, yeah. I kind of like Lou's stance on it all because yeah. it's kind of... If Kylo Ren's intention is to tear it all down, yeah. to create a world without Seth or Jedi, mm. just destroy it all down, yeah. get rid of it all. Luke's is the same, but yeah. it's not active. He's, his stance is, let it die. Yeah. Let yeah. it die naturally, let yeah. it come to an end. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of sad, and I kind of like the perspective that, because he's been involved in it all. Yeah. yeah. He's seen the worst of it all, seen all the death and destruction. He's just like, the Jedi were, were a scam. Like, gone, yeah. don't, don't reify us, don't turn us into gods. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I think I like what this film does actually. It kind of incorporates the prequels a few times Absolutely, in a really cool yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. It's the only time that he's ever referred to the Emperor's Darth Sidious. Yeah. And he also talks about the Jedi, te- like um, the Order, yeah, where yeah. all the young Jedis were killed. Yeah. And he goes like, that was when we were at the height of our powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. we become like, almost like a parallel with the Catholic Church. We yeah. become too greedy and too yeah. self-important. Absolutely. We couldn't even see it right beneath our noses. And yeah. I, I love that him having this kind of, because when we saw him, he'd just become a Jedi master. Yeah. Now he's just like, have this like lifetime perspective on his going, like, was that worth it? And yeah. I kind of like how That's brilliant. disenchanted yeah. he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, those scenes for me are really undercut by all like the mad slapstick yeah. on that island and the fish nuns. Yeah. yeah. Which a lot of people seem to like. I'm fine with like, the porgs, like, yeah. they're cool and cute. But like, all that other stuff. Yeah. I think like, it's a really, the, the, the second time round I watched it, there's a really interesting bit and it, it reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, Pirates of the Caribbean, but the first Pirates of the Caribbean is very good and it's funny. The second Pirates of the Caribbean Every time there's somebody in a scene with Johnny Depp, they act like Johnny Depp. Right. So they're kind of like feeding off this weird like comedy persona and they act funny. And there's a scene like where Ray kind of drops character um, where she reaches out and she reaches out. If you watch that film again, like there's a scene where she is for the first time is almost not, it's almost like extras or the office type thing where she's like not even being Ray. And she goes, oh, I I thought you meant actually reach out with my hand. And it's really funny, but at the same time, it's just like, what is happening? I think sometimes in those scenes, you've got to resist those moments. Absolutely, yeah. Same the other one when um, they're doing the... um the face timing, yeah, with yeah, the force. Yeah. People doing it force, <laughs> force timing. Face timing. Yeah, um, when she's force timing him, yeah, and he's got no shirt on, yeah, and it's like an intense scene. But then she's like, "Oh, can you put on a cowl?" Yeah, and it's like, "Here's a good joke." I don't know if I need it it's at the beginning of, of that scene, which is yeah. presumably going to be quite intense. Yeah. Like, it is intense. I'm more than happy with like, I like comedy and stuff. Star Wars <clears throat> does have comedy. It's three PO and this. Yeah, I think BB-8 is brilliant in this movie. Yep. Again, I yeah, think Boyega has some funny bits. Paul Dameron at the beginning when he's calling call yeah. Cux is again brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, I think it's in, I think it's in keeping with the scene and in keeping with the character. Yeah, yeah. those moments. I think it just takes me out of them. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people like. 
the moments that I loved it the first time round because they are the moments that give you the biggest like comedy reaction, like the fucking milk bit. Like when I first watched that, I thought that is amazing. The second time I watched, it, I was just like, this is mad. Like it's yeah. it's completely well, not know, with the tone of what is happening. I, thought, I was trying to like think about why you've done that moment, mm. and like I mean, like I think is it the is a bit mad like Yoda, like trying to like. Yeah, put her on I the back so. foot and like yeah, just be yeah. bonkers. But then his intention isn't to train her. No. He so, just wants whereas Yoda is like pushing him, pushing him. Yeah. And trying to like, because at that point when like Yoda's been properly mad, he doesn't realise this is the great master Yoda. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about the iron? Oh, that's the iron scene. That's a mad scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fucking crazy. It's, like, it's, it's proper space balls. It's space balls, yeah. But also <laughs> like, it comes right at like the final act. Yeah. When like shit is going yeah. down. Like yeah. if you'd been opening early on, I think okay, maybe, this, maybe more, but it's like right at the tail end of the movie. Yeah. I, I, I think I think it's more like the Marvel, like it's more like a Marvel movie yeah, in yeah, terms absolutely. where mm. big scenes are punctuated with like a one-liner. Yeah, yeah. which I'm fine with in a Marvel movie. So that's like an established tone. Yeah, I, here, I, I feel like it's sometimes if, it, it feels right as well. I feel yeah. like whereas this, I just don't think it feels right. Yeah, like, I don't mind the see you round kid. Yeah. It's good, like, but again, even just saying that, I loved it when I saw it. But when I think about it, it's, just like, it's quite mean? an arrogant thing to say. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like putting him in place. Like it's like you can't put him in his place, but then not be doing so for the last 20, 30 years. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. not that long, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's the thing. Like it's, it's strange because you it is easy to enjoy those moments because they are like good, but at the same time, it does undercut. The, all the all the really hard work that they've done to do these awesome little scenes, and then like yeah, the Ray one especially is yeah. I forgot about the reach out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when she slices the top off the through the the mountain, it falls down and crashes. On I thought the it was an epic moment, and then it's, the, the nuns yeah. just like yeah. could have killed them as yeah. well. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's all, but it is always her going. Oh, oh, sorry, oh, we've done that again. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Come on, all right, get it. And yeah. I do feel the porks are overused. Like, I thought it was funny when that was sat there and Chewie was eating the roasted one yeah. or not mm. eating it. But then however many times you see their face hitting the side of the Millennium Falcon when it's spinning well, around. Well, there's one like, where it hits it and it looks really like a little toy. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, to be fair, I don't have, I don't have a problem with the porks. Uh, I think he should have eaten that pork. I like Ewoks. So. Uh, he, he already yeah. cooked both those porks yeah, yeah. like, and then he doesn't eat it. It almost feels like more I of feel a waste. I on the porks. Where were they when they were being cooked? Yeah. <laughs> what about the or ice? the ones that got cut weren't cute enough <laughs> about the ice foxes it seems like the only purpose they were there for is to for them to notice that they weren't making a sound yeah I was like oh there's a hole at the back well I also we, we talked about that I love that bit where they're going like there oh, must yeah. be a way out because Luke got in <laughs> imagine if they all died looking for this way yeah. Luke got in imagine if it wasn't a way out but it kind of ends up like that because it's like yeah. oh shit we're not big enough to get through yeah, yeah. Uh, do you know what's mad and I think is a really good um thing and I didn't notice this for the second time around. I didn't even notice that he looks different when oh, he projects yeah. over. Oh, you don't, yeah, yeah. You can tell he yeah. looks younger. I didn't even yeah. notice that first right. time around. So I was just like, I just didn't notice no one. So obviously when you think about it more, it's like everyone is seeing him as they remember him, which yeah. is a really lovely thing. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time it's like the first time watching that in not notice he looked different. It's like yeah. his hair is completely fucking different. Yeah, I love that. It's Bonkers. like going, going, uh, this is the photo he sent me. Yeah. I, I would have I would have been up for that. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> um so we, okay, let's move on to the force then. Well let's um, talk about some some of the new abilities yeah. that he had. So the big one, I guess, was the force projection that we saw between yes. Ray and um, Force timing. Yeah, force timing. But then obviously the whole finale, which... At what point did you realise, hang on, he's not really there? Well, was the, it after the... the well, yeah, so they're, they're, not, they're not force projecting, they're being linked. But Kylo Ren yes. does say, oh, you can't be projecting this far, this would kill you. But, but yeah, then, like, which like, is a nice little thing. It's like yeah. minds, but by the end, because Luke walks in yeah. and he can see... It's a physicality. Yeah. I think yeah. it gets more intense after right, a while. Because okay, yeah. Yeah. also like... What's his physicality to it? Because it's a bit where Kylo Ren has like rain on yeah. his glove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Well, that's an illusion, maybe. I don't know. When she's like, uh, she's on the island, and then they connect, and he comes back and wipes his face off. I thought it was sweat. I, just, I, I think no, it's I thought, meant to be the yeah, rain. I think it was like he's uh, like he's bringing yeah, a, yeah. a bit through. Like, so yeah, well, yeah, that, that makes more sense. <laughs> so that ability isn't actually new in the Star Wars canon. Mm. Obviously, it is to the films, but it's called the technical name is Simul Futurus. Okay. Or doppelganger, much easier to understand. <laughs> but that's all about being visual, <clears throat> not 
well, again, I'm sure there is a Uber Star Wars, no doubt there yeah. that will correct me. But there's no mention of you actually feeling anything. And obviously, they fight. Like, well, they don't can, touch, though. Do they not? Do they, no, like, no, it's, it's not? no, I think it's intentional that he doesn't hit him. Like, he slides under it. Right. And I think it's just to buy enough time. Right, okay. And it's... Because I think in... Is it right that no lightsabers clash in this movie? Did someone say uh, that? Do they not in the, the Ray Kylo fight? Mm. But not on each other. They're not fighting each other, yeah. No, they're not, but... Oh, God, I can't. I think That's it's, the thing, it's, like, I think it's one of the things that's listed as, like, it doesn't have that in a Star Wars movie. It doesn't right, have a okay. lightsaber fight. Like, she right. fights Luke, but he has a staff, and you know, right, there's lots okay. of configurations of it, but I don't think there's yeah. a hitting. Anyway. What about the dice? Doesn't Luke give her the dice? I don't get that bit. Why the dice that he gives to Leia? Why does he give the dice to Leia and then they're still there when he's gone? Yeah. I don't get that. No. And then Kylo picks them up and just like, and then they just go. Yeah. So the interesting thing about the dice is they are there in um, New Hope. Right. They're not in Empire. They're not in Jedi. Right. When Abrams recreated the Millennium Falcon for Force Awakens, <clears throat> he used the original drawings and he did put them back in the cockpit. Right. But you can't see them in the movie. Right. But we know they're there because if you get like the Vanity Fair cover shoot they did, you can see the dice. Uh, but the wow. original dice have pips on them. Right. Not the Manus or yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It has like, they're just basically dice. They spray paint gold. Yeah. And there's a good theory going on. And I think this probably will come to pass. I think there'll be a thing. So they're the dice that he won the Millennium Falcon right. from right. Lando right. using. Mm. So they're definitely so, going to feature in the Han Solo movie. movie yeah. Which will make this moment better right, for okay. newer audiences, I guess. Sure. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because it'll be like a thing you associate more with him. <laughs> yeah. I do. I kind of like that. But at the same time, right now. Yeah, no, no. I was like, I don't remember them at all. Yeah. And it's because like they're literally in New Hope for a little tiny bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like, obviously, that ability even if it's been around the expanded universe for however long, it's all very fresh to this film. No whiff of it at all on the big screen before yeah. now. And then suddenly well, it was the whole movie hung on it, really. And I found, like, as for Luke's last scene, I was like, I, I get it. I understand what he's done. Yeah. I was a little bit underwhelmed that that was his payoff. I think and I've followed him for 40 fucking years. I think I'm happy with, like, new powers being introduced in the thing in the sense that like, it is, you know, magic. And I yeah. guess, like, well, I suppose in the prequel era, like, if you were with the actual, like, proper powerful Jedis, yeah. you never really saw what they could do. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, in the original trilogy, it's, it's a man who's half alive yeah. versus, like, a kid. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I can understand why you've not seen it in the original trilogy as yeah. such. But, um it is like a weird thing to like, it shows you like setting all those scenes up with Kylo Ren and Ray doing it early in the movie yeah. is absolutely crucial for selling that ending. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah like it's yeah, all yeah. prep work for yeah. selling that ending. Like yeah. I did quite like the fact that with his last act, he um, kind of like got back into the fight. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's such a little tease. It's kind of like Chekhov's X-Wing. Yeah. Early on in that movie, oh, it shows yeah. you the X-Wing it's under crazy. the water. Yeah, 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 and yeah. you were thinking... Here we go. But the thing is, yeah. again, I don't know if it's Ryan Johnson thinking about this. In the Abrams movie, he's lifting that X-Wing out of the water yeah. with the Force yeah. in a perfect like echo Absolutely. of the Emperor's yeah, yeah, yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he turns up in it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, again, I think that's like where you could have seen if Abrams had done that movie, it would have been in that more satisfying kind of nostalgic yeah, yeah, way. Yeah. thing is, I just think... Uh, obviously, doing the force rejection is hard and it takes a lot out of you. Oh, you're knackered by the end. Uh, you're knackered by the end of it. And he's floating. Sit down on the rock. Like, surely <laughs> it, like, and that ends up ultimately killing him because the strain of it was too much. Surely it's less effort to just jump in the X-Wing and go, like, give him, like, a proper fight. Well, maybe he, wouldn't, get be able, maybe he wouldn't be able to hold his own. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe he that's be why. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, lazy. No, joking. Um, but if, also, if he was going to die anyway, well, go and have a proper have a thing. pop. Like, but then everybody might die. That was the whole yeah, point. Like he he sacrificed himself to, um, to think, basically let the, the resistance. Yeah, and I guess to be live. fair, they would have just shot him. And I think, like, all, I think, I think in terms of one of the things, I think is actually really well structured in the movies. Like, yeah. Um, Basically say, you know, again, if this whole movie is transitioning toward, like, if you looked at the whole nine movies, yeah. and it's about, like, the Skywalker saga, yeah. and in as we approach the end of that, it's about, like, setting up what the mm. resistance is going to be in the future, yeah. then this is also the kind of, 
the subplot, if you have the Scott Ray and Kylo Ren at the top, is Leia handing over to Poe Dameron. Yeah. And him learning to be a leader. Yeah. And him learning in the course of this movie by the end when Luke turns up yeah. to do that plan. He doesn't know what Luke's plan is. Yeah. But he learned through the movie to trust him. Yeah. And yeah, he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. just let him do it. And yeah. Finn is almost still being like Dameron was yeah. a movie ago, wants to go out there, wants to sacrifice himself. Yeah. He's like, no. And right at the end, Leia says, why are you looking at me? Yeah. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. I think that's kind of cool. I do like to be like, I think Poe is one of my favorite things in it. Um, but I did feel it like, th- and I do get what they're doing with that character. But that, entire bit with uh, Admiral Holdo. It's just, I agree. That's all there just so his character can advance. It's just like, that doesn't, none of that makes any sense. Just like, like I think like, a lot of the It's pl- good, but it's just like, it's all filmic and it's all there yeah. for like plot reasons. Yeah, I think um, it's the way of doing it. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird that... It's hard to do that though, yeah. It's, again, it's lots of placement and also you've got characters that you need to like emphasize when you, you might not want to. Yeah. And you know, that happened with like, I think Finn kind of gets a bit of a shortchanged in this movie absolutely yeah and I think you know Phasma does but I think I'm not particularly aggrieved about that like for me Phasma was always like in that tradition of Star Wars cool looking character absolutely that has a small part definitely and I like Gwendolyn Christie but like I don't need that character to be in the next one no I don't feel that's the thing it's like Mm. because that became a thing from the last one it's almost like it has to appear again and then it's like this diminishing returns yeah. where it's like, well, I don't know what to do with this character. So the, I think he brought her in just to kill her off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a thing in nine. Yeah. I think like that's the real, uh, there's a big problem with Phasma, which I generally have no problem with the like her at all. Cause as you say, I just thought she was just this awesome looking muscle, but it, it's just the reason that, that feels like so bad is because Gwendolyn Christie, the person, you carry such, that such a massive character. Yeah. Like yeah. we know her from everything that she does. She's always like the talk of like junkets and stuff like that because she's hilarious. And yeah. you know, we know her from like two massive properties now, like uh, this and yeah, Game of Thrones. And she's a brilliant character. And in she's Game brilliant. Of Thrones. Yeah. So yeah. I think there is that yeah. bit of a bleed. What her character Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought she would. You know, for me, she's Boba Fett. She could have been this gener- like Trilogy's Boba Fett if she yeah. had like a few cool more moments, but yeah. I think there's this expectation that she's going to be this cool new character. Yeah. yeah. I think that you sort of said about it, about Finn then, like the thing that I really liked in The Force Awakens was these, like Finn and Rey have got this like awesome connection. They, you don't, they don't get to hang out together at all, like no. in this film. Um, and it's really strange. Like I didn't even, it didn't like dawn on me until right at the end. It's like when Poe and Ray yeah. meet. Same like, here. They've Same never here. even met. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck. And I think like, yeah. I think again, <laughs> analyzing that ending. Yeah. It's, it's setting up the future. I do think the ending does set up some interesting strands going forward. And I think yeah. the interesting moment for me is when he talks about like, we need to get away. We need to survive. We need to be yeah. a spark of hope that lights the, the fire yeah. and stuff. And when she removes all those rocks, yeah. that's the first time he has properly seen a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And it's a, he just comes down and he goes, it's this young girl. Yeah. yeah who I kind of heard a bit about yeah. and look she saved us this is the thing that we're gonna this is our secret weapon yeah, yeah. yeah. and we're gonna take this away and we're gonna inspire a new generation I and mean, that's a cool yeah. moment and it's kind of cooler when you think he has never met her before yeah yeah I don't I think it lacked the same impact of <clears throat> like in Force Awakens when Kylo Ren's trying to get the lightsaber and then it whips straight past yeah. him into Ray's hand that yeah. was a hell of a moment yeah that was yeah I rewatched that on Netflix the other day like it's a brilliant scene like, mm. like yeah, like, yeah that, the, the battle <clears throat> in the sort of snowy forests and it was even the Luke battle is great I thought yeah. like stylistically when they're skating across that like ice planet cutting those red ribbons through the, oh, the thing it's, yeah, it's, it's a well, beautiful I, looking film I think like the, the best moment for me was uh, when they when um, Ray and Kylo were just fucking messing up that room the red dudes uh, with all the red dudes yeah. like that is for me I was just like, like this is awesome I think what the new films do brilliantly is like feel like the sound the sound design on lightsabers is incredible yeah. Like, yeah. The, like the sizzle and the, the of them it feels dangerous anytime it's close to something yeah and yeah. like the weapons that they were using yeah like again it feels really horrible like when yeah, um, yeah. When Rose and Finn are about to have their head slice off with like, oh, that yeah, weird buzzing, laser yeah. cheese wire, yeah. and you're like, oh, it's, it's like singeing her hair. Yeah. 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 Something really dangerous about them. And like the way that, 
I just think Adam Driver looks amazing when he's fighting. He is. He yeah. is. Like just the 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 rage he puts into it is yeah. brilliant. Also, like his stance as well when he sets yeah. up, like that end where he sets up against Luke looks fucking brilliant because yeah. it's just like you've got someone yeah. who really knows how to kick some ass. Yeah. <laughs> like against Luke, he's just kind of like standing. Like you learned how to fight from an old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you have four lessons. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm sad that he hasn't got his mask anymore because I thought he looked fucking badass yeah, in his good. mask and his voice and everything. Also, you know, we're talking about the force, right? So the first lesson, what were the other two lessons going to be like that he was teaching Ray? I want to know what those were. Because he not say them. Does he not do, go into them? Because he starts doing the first lesson and then yeah. he's like fannies out. He's just like, oh, <laughs> too strong. I gotta go now. He doesn't I'm like. I'm sure he says there's a second lesson, but I can't. Yeah. Oh, no, also, you made this second. point afterwards. Like, yeah, he, he has a pop at Earth for like going immediately to die. So I don't know much about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like that was the first lesson. It's like when I was a kid, I used to go into the chip shop. I used to touch that hot bit. Yeah. I didn't know what it was, yeah. and I burned my hand. My mum didn't go mental at me. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Like, she would never come in here again. <laughs> she went mental at them. She should have a sign. Yeah. He's five. He just wants chips. That's the thing. He's like, there's a bit where she can see. There's like that sort of pit on his island yeah. and he's like you didn't even try to resist he's like it's on your fucking island mate like bum- I can just see it <laughs> I know it's like the Sith bum hole yeah <laughs> Sith anus that bit's really funny when you Sith anus it. oh is he the dark <laughs> but yeah it is mad that he's just like oh yeah I can't, <laughs> believe, you, can't believe you didn't resist that it's like this is the this is my first day yeah. like it's like stalling in, uh, on your first lesson when you're driving your car it's like hey, what are you doing stalling it's like I don't know what to fucking drive what do you think I'm teaching <laughs> yeah um I know you might sometimes occasionally have Jedis that basically know how to be Jedis from failed European states. Um, what about Leia then? Uh, I think, uh, I don't mind it. It's hard to make that look not shit. Again, not a bad idea. Yeah. The execution was fucking dreadful. I don't think there's any execution that's going to make an elderly woman look flying through space. But also, it's like very Mary Poppins. Just fucking, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just kill her off. She's she can't kill. Like but when she died like that, I was dead. just like, I was, I was like, I cannot fucking believe they've done that. Well, but they played to her because when like, they cut away, I'm yeah. like, she <laughs> is that because instead of following her out in space, yeah. there's a good like a minute scene in between. Yeah. I'm like, are we not gonna? <laughs> is anyone following up on that? Because obviously you bring the real world knowledge. Going, is that how they've solved it? That feels a bit disrespectful to me. Yeah, <laughs> and then like, they go back to it, and it's a beautiful moment where she's like, kind of like. Um, freezing in space yeah. yeah and oh I can't remember it verbatim but Carrie Fisher's autobiography has this lo- lovely line where she read about someone strangled by their own bra in space oh it's a story about like when George Lucas said to her um, no one wears underwear in space yeah and she was like oh yeah I don't want to get killed by my own bra and she says actually that's how I'd like to die yeah strangled by my own bra bathed in moonlight right and everyone's like going maybe that's a, a touch that because she's like bathed in moonlight yeah, yeah, yeah. in space yeah. as she's dying and I thought she was gonna at that moment when you can see her hand moving I thought she was gonna like speak to Kylo Ren yes I thought there was gonna be like mother saying something to son there yeah but uh, no, or she, him no, doing something like she flies because also it's like if she can do that why can't she not stop it so, I know she's not yeah. fully trained I'm probably a bit pedantic though yeah, yeah I think I do I, it's just a hard image to make yeah look. I like everything that they do but it is, it, it's hard to not make that look shit I, I think she should have just gone at that point yeah like he was going to pull the trigger he didn't I'm glad he, he didn't resisted. no exactly yeah, but yeah. then you know some fucking yeah. twat next to him his rage takes over yeah yeah he shoots yeah, that like if you kill your own mum, yeah. you're gone to an audience, aren't you? Like, <laughs> that's like, kill but your that's dad, what I mean. that's fine. We've all had a bit of that. But <laughs> I don't think she needs to come back. Obviously, with what happened with I her in the real like, world. Yeah, Fuck knows, knows how they're going to address all of that stuff in episode it's, nine. I think there's going to be a certain amount of time pass, and that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I like and then say, they just go, she died. What her dying <laughs> off screen is even worse. Nah, I think she you died could, doing what she loves. She, what? She, Zipping through I, space. Because <laughs> yeah, exactly. you do it all the time now as well. And <laughs> they said that they're not going to recreate her in CGI. Yes, they yeah, have. So she she dies off. She got to die. She just dies off um, screen. Unless did they say they film some of her scenes? So maybe there's like something. Right. Yeah, the thing is, though, they're not fi- like films as we know most of the time aren't filmed in uh, continuity. So it's like, yeah, if you film the end of episode nine, yeah, it's like fuck. Right, sit at the beginning. 
<laughs> Abram's like, well, I sit there at the beginning. I got all my Phasma Snoke stuff to bring back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I don't know what they do with it because it feels like they did have a really good end to it and then it's yeah. gone. Well, I think they, I don't know if I've just imagined this, but I think there's somewhere I read they said like, in this trilogy, they wanted to bring back all three main leads. Yeah. The first one is Han's movie. This is Luke's. That was going to be Layers. Fuck. So, and it felt like they were setting up like Leia and like <laughs> Dammer and stuff. And obviously, yeah. she's the person who's led the rebellion yeah, yeah, her absolutely. whole life yeah, yeah. more than any of those yeah. other characters. Yeah. Other characters yeah. have been players in what she's been doing. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we've got down here about the Force and the future generation because it obviously ends with that little kid with a mop. And he's, yeah. he's got some force powers because he uses it with the mop. Well, I think it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, 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 lo I love it. If, I love it. So the end is like it doesn't say like we're just taking the piss, but it's yeah. funny. Uh, you know those three kids that we spent time with. Yeah, yeah. have you seen what their names are? Um, Alvin. Imagine <laughs> 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 that. No, it's just like uh, their names, the characters' names, uh, are like two letters off from what the kids' real names are. Just, what? Weird thing, yeah. yeah. Um, That's misprint. I know it's really strange because, like, in one, there's basically someone found in one of those books. I saw a story that Jim had written today in the US, and it was just like, oh, the characters are called this, played by this, and like their names are really similar That's for weird. some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I kind of like so I like the message of what Luke says. It's like the Jedi came along and we turned this like naturally occurring force yeah. into a religion. Mm. Yeah it's probably not the best way to present this or appreciate it. It doesn't yeah. belong to us. But by the end, there's this weird day. Like, it feels like he's going to go move on to a new generation beyond the Jedi, yeah. Yeah. which is both what he wanted to create and Kylo wants to create through a different means. Yeah. But at the end, there's again that thing where, maybe it's this temptation that will always happen, when they're acting out the story, they're saying, Jedi yeah. Master Luke Skywalker. Again, this like making him into this legend he doesn't want to be because yeah. it's a destructive thing like raising yeah. up idols yeah Luke's to worship space heaven just like not for fuck's sake again <laughs> yeah. yeah the thing is though now without like I understand what Luke is saying and obviously there's no teachings or anything now and it's kind of like the Jedi belong like the force belongs to everyone what if the mop kid Turns mad. Like, yeah. No, I feel that's the thing. It's like, at least the Jedi were trying to sort of control it a little yeah, bit yeah. and be like, people. those dudes are bad, we're yeah. the good ones. Like this absenteeism is the biggest thing for me. Because it's yeah. like, even if you disagree, Luke, you could have been like, again, I hesitant to use the religious terminology, but you could yeah. have been like the new prophet. Yeah. Hmm. You could have been the new teacher and yeah, gone, yeah. like, again, not to do it close closely, but Star always does it. Like Jesus came along and went, all that other stuff you believe, let's just tear that down. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you should like, and it feels like they're doing that, but then there's no one to guide them anymore. Yeah. yeah. What if that mop kid is an absolute arsehole? I'd love it in nine if he turns up with the mop and they're like, you, mate, you can't. <laughs> Get him a lightsaber for fuck's sake. He's like, I'll just well, use Moppy. Lightsaber, what we got? What we got? That fat kid meme where he's just dancing yeah. around. No one to uh, guide him. Uh, sorry, uh, General, General Poe, um, we only have one lightsaber and it is broken. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, good. So let's move on to Ryan Johnson. Um and the vice of tech, I, like I thought, what he did was good. Like I yeah. thought, it's, it's a like, good I, film. And also, like you know, we're, we're having a laugh talking about it because it's funny, like just to have a laugh about stuff. But it's funny to have a laugh. It is. You got a laugh, Gav. <laughs> you bloody <laughs> cried, Daniel. Because uh, there were a fucking lot of laughs in that film. <laughs> but I really enjoyed watching the movie. It's yeah. just not. It just I didn't overwhelm me, and I didn't no. have the amazing time that I did in some other Star Wars no. movies. But yeah. I still really liked it. I think it's an interesting movie, yeah. and the fact that we there's a lot to talk about in it, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is a yeah. cool yeah. thing that there's a big he's, he's conversation been, around this movie, which is a cool thing. It's been very adventurous, yeah, for a f you know franchise that's so established and yeah. has such but that's a following. Thing. I do like a lot. Of, I do really like that he's been adventurous, but. It doesn't. It's smack in the middle of this massive saga that we yeah. we've been with for so many years. Was it? Like, was towards the end? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, towards the end. So it's just like what I understand going off and doing. Like you know, we look at the Marvel universe. There's a different tone to a lot of sort of like the standalone films a lot of the time. Which is like, I his tone is brilliant for Star Wars, and I think in his trilogy that would be awesome. Yeah. Or in like standalone films would be awesome. It just feels slightly out of place when. 
the we've just had a film two years ago with these characters who behave in one way and now they're behaving in another way here yeah. and it's like I it's just really but odd I think for me yeah. that's definitely my biggest concern yeah. it's like it doesn't feel I, I don't know what's going to happen in episode nine it doesn't feel yeah. like there is a particularly strong plan for all of them no uh, and the fact that J.J. Abrams has come about I know we've joked about it yeah fuck knows if I was him I'd be like right what have I got to do next the fact that he's coming up to make it feel as satisfying as I think he did yeah. a, a job on Force Awakens opening shot box yeah. in space <laughs> thing is the fact All about that he's Boba Fett. the fact that he's coming back for me has to suggest that there is a big plan for like, all this yeah when we talked about that it's like yeah. I'm sure there were like very like core things that were laid down in advance yeah. when they were embarking on a new trilogy I think but there's obviously like if you're going to attract any decent filmmaker you've got to have some room for like doing interesting things yes. and latitude mm. and I mean, not, not everything would have been nailed down in advance because they were still writing scripts Ryan Johnson wrote the script yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah but like hopefully there's an end point in mind there had to be yeah, yeah. You would hope so. You would Maybe think you're going to do the left. trilogy. Trevor was just like, Luke's dead. Fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Luke's dead. <laughs> yeah. All Who's of the main characters next? you know and love, they've all gone. Yeah. This is the Chewy movie. <laughs> right. I'd be up for that. Actually. Trevor was like, I, I, I'm all right. I'll go back and fuck about with dinosaurs for a bit. What's, um, <laughs> it sounds like he's interfering with them. Yeah. <laughs> What's Ryan Johnson's previous film to this? Looper. A brick. Loop. Yeah. The last one was Looper. That was 2012? been chilling that's that's a big gap and also a lot of responsibility on a guy whose last film was okay I thought it was brilliant I thought it was good Brick's good as well Brick's fucking Uh, and like obviously a lot of TV work yeah Yeah. he did a fly episode of Breaking Bad banger he did that one did he yeah everyone hates that his uh, first draft was this it was just like I wanted the Millennium Falcon for two and a half hours he did did another either one or two episodes in the final series of Breaking Bad as well (laughs) imagine Um, if he'd done a bottle episode of Star Wars yeah (laughs) Um, I I think like I think it's probably I know I mentioned earlier some of the cinematography was amazing like there was a lot of um, like closeness with characters and Mm. intimacy that I've not really seen that much in a Star Wars film yeah like the face is literally filling the screen I thought that was really really nice I thought when um, Holdo did the kamikaze run in Lightspeed into the Destroyer yeah was incredible well the whole opening scene with the dreadnought and the yeah. way that oh, like, yeah, like Poe Dameron's piloting was fucking he, that's amazing when he's like whole, when yeah. he's like doing the spin and he's yeah. holding the thing like, yeah. I just love that he's like yeah. going around and you cut to um, in the cockpit and it's just everything blowing up and they're like oh, it's f- yeah. It's really we're not really met the shape isn't really designed for that yeah Hux yeah. Is a, um, has got some really good faces like you forget he is brilliant like I think Donald Gleeson is class as Hux like there's that bit where he's like <laughs> one chip it's fine and then you see him like blowing shit up he's just like oh for fuck's sake yeah I've, I've been probably <laughs> really against, good, against, yeah. against Hux and I heard this like, recurring thing it's like oh he's useless why is he there he's there because he's absolute yes man yeah like yeah. any other time that we've ever seen like a general in the empire stand up to anyone they just get killed yeah. Yeah. he's like the <laughs> sniveling genius who's realised if you want to yeah. stay there yeah, yeah. you've got to grovel and do anything to yeah. implicate them yeah. and then that moment when Kylo Ren's on the floor he has that like cowardly moment where he might take power yeah. Yeah. and he completely bottles it yeah. 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 also people say he's completely useless he has come up or spearheaded the plan that is the entire force of that entire film. Yeah, and they've done yeah. really like, yeah. and he's doing yeah. well off it. Yeah, because like, yeah. by the end of it, the only rebels are left and fit on board the Millennium it's, it's Falcon. Hard, yeah, like, it's quite done all right. It's yeah. quite sad at the end. Like no one else answers the call. Yeah, that's yeah. really yeah. hopeless. You think yeah. there's loads of people in the galaxy being like, "Is this still going on? Are you fucking kidding me?" Well, I think like, the Belenisha del Toro character, yeah, the Cantor Bite, I don't really, not really up for like the big sequence where they're running on like the horse dogs, fucking Harry yeah. Potter. Bit. But like, I like a lot of other stuff that's introduced through that plan. It about yeah. he just goes oh yeah you you might you might look down your nose on all these guys because yeah. they um sell tie fighters but look they also sell you x-wings yeah yeah like and it's like they're it, only rich because of you lot yeah like, and it's just like, just and he's just like good bad like, yeah. again just as like Kylo Ren offers his stance on the meaninglessness of it all so yeah. does Luke Benicio Del Toro's character goes like just let us know when you're done yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be over here I'm Absolutely, a picture yeah. yeah. 
I'm really glad you might perceive this as a betrayal. It's not. I don't care. I'm really glad that it didn't come back. And when uh, Finn and Rosa say it, I'm really glad it wasn't Benicio del Toro in that fucking uh, chicken. I really thought, but then I was just like, because that would make his character no sense. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like also as well, that entire bit, like he gives them up for like money. Uh, Since when, uh, like the bad guys just, paying off people so like I oh, I'd probably just torture him and get all uh, that stuff out of him rather than just well, giving him fact, loads of money yeah bounty hunters yeah I suppose but it is odd yeah yeah right what else we got yeah I think like cinema, I think all the last fight um, on crate like the bit where they just like it's fly stunning. into him and just look and that lightsaber really fight with again <laughs> were they the knights of Ren maybe don't know but again, it's, I'm, it just shows I imagine you one of those little, like, little yeah. teasing words yeah. that you you dream up in science fiction. Yeah. yeah. Sounds cool. And the Knights of Ren. Like, at that point, you know, like, who's going to do them? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they could have been. Oh, because we were talking about whether they're maybe the other kids that Ben takes with him yes. from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's so. what I thought they were. But they don't use the force when they could. No. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think they are. But do the Knights of Ren use the force? Well, they were no, I'm saying if Luke. they were the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he said, yeah, yeah. like, you see him with them in one in Ray's flashback. You see, yes. like, some badass looking guys. Yeah, then yeah, 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 that time yeah. we were talk- we were speculating that he um like brought them with him to take the temple. Oh, right, yeah. But when we see it, actually, we should talk about that scene. Actually, yeah. the scene because you see it three times in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of like a Rashomon, yeah. where you see it told from Luke's perspective that he's kind of not being wholly true. Yeah. Fibber, he's uh, into it. Kylo Ren's, so in yeah. his perspective, he Kylo turns on him. Yeah, Ben turns on him and uses the force against him. Yeah, and, like, destroys the temple. And he hasn't got his lightsaber. He's not holding his yeah. lightsaber. He's got his hands. Well, up. I left that out, um, didn't he? Yeah. When Kylo Ren tells um, Ray the story, he basically comes into his tent at night, ready yeah. to kill him. Yeah, and he looks well evil as well. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of quite like that, like teasing that kind of yeah. faulty memory. I love the flirting between the light and the dark side. You're never sure what, yeah. where people sit on it. That that was brilliant. And then well. the one that Luke offers at the end, which I think you're meant to accept at face value, is he goes in to like speak to him. He's sleeping. He searches his mind. He sees the future led ahead of him. Yeah. And for a split second, he says, yeah. moment of weakness. Yeah. I thought about it, but I resisted. Yeah. But by that time, it's too late. He's already yeah. seen him. Yeah. So he fucked it up for himself. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. Why? Well, it's like, it's like when I first saw that scene at the end, it, it raised to mind that classic like sci-fi question. Yeah. If you could go back and kill Hitler, yeah. would you do it? Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of what that moment's dramatizing. Mm. I think it's like almost like a coward's way out for like for Luke. It's mm. something that I, I didn't expect to see. It was like, he basically, rather than put in the graft and to bring back Kylo Ren, he's like, I've this is too far. I need, I need a do-over. I absolutely. Um, I'm going to kill him. Right? It was like, Dude, come on. Especially his own nephew. Yeah. yeah. And then having released, <laughs> having I, I, released like, his power on the ringing him up going, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, saw that, you? <laughs> yeah so I seen you sign the form so you could do lightsaber training. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, at the same, then having released that power on the, like, he just goes, I've, I, he's the one who's made the mistake. Yeah. 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 Um, a lot of time, he's the only one who's made the mistake. And he's just gone, fucking off to this island for a bit. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't take Yoda <laughs> to turn up to tell him that yeah. failure's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I really like the Yoda bit. Yeah, me too. It was good. Um, yeah. I think the. Oh, the Mark Hamill ruined it for me. Did, I can't believe like, that. Yeah. Well, it was the LA oh, premiere. Right. Yeah, 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 you're yeah, going, yeah. oh, Frank Oz. It's like a picture of him going, it's good to have you back, old friend. <laughs> uh, if you haven't watched uh, Holly Willoughby on um, this uh, oh, show it, yeah. in the UK called This Morning which is like uh, Good Morning America but just a lot shitter um, Holly Willoughby spoils that by talking to John Boyega about it and it's just a phenomenal have video. you seen it at all? I had to because it's on a delay you have to really look for it though because yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of people no. have like blanked it out and because yeah. it's on a delay yeah. so yeah. I don't know if he's in LA and his the, reaction is, yeah, is amazing like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so quickly then, what do we want next? I don't know. I, w- I want a resolution. It'd be yeah. interesting to see if like Abrams comes back and like, you know, like we're talking about like in his movie, he would have given you that like um, X-Wing coming out of the water. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. How much will he have to like tread a line between the two? Because structurally and story-wise, it's like mm. in this place where it's harder to maybe 
heart to the past. And maybe that was the whole point of the trilogy. Yeah. The first one, start with very good continuity with the original trilogy. Give people what they want. Yeah. And then for these final two, we're taking it. We got we got tear stuff down. Yeah. Just like the characters in the film are saying, if we want this to have some closure to the Skywalker saga, we need yeah. that. And also, you know, as a side note, we want to make more of these movies. Yeah. yeah. We need you to do this. Yeah. We yeah. need to we need to demolish to build. Yeah, absolutely. Well I it seems pretty clear now that obviously Ray's taken her path, Kylo's done the same, so they're gonna clash at some point. She literally point. closes the door on him, I think. Yeah. Um which at one point when they were like potentially joining forces, I would I was like I would love to see that. Those yeah, two yeah, yeah. together. But like I, that's the thing with Leia probably not going to be a massive part of nine yeah what's going to be the resolution with those two that makes his path because i'm let's face it he's not going to win yeah i wouldn't have thought but what's that that was one of my him? biggest groans when he sees it and then they go right let's get together and we you know let's destroy yeah, yeah, it all yeah, yeah. and yeah. then she just doesn't do it and i was just like just fucking do it just go with it two of you just <laughs> like you've done all this work and now it's just like no i'm not going to do it you're both going to go your separate ways and it's bollocks is going to continue and it's just like no let's come together let's do something new man like it'd be amazing if they filmed it yeah. I don't think they will like if it was just, I think this was one of the beats that would have been planned out yeah. is a scene between Kylo and Leia yeah. Yeah. that we're not going to probably get yeah. Yeah. which would have had some emotional resolution yeah. even if he commits suicide or she kills him or something yeah yeah because he's not going to have that moment. but that's like, what he had I the moment feel that yeah, that's what this trilogy needs with her yeah, yeah. And that is probably the, the like structural closure that you would want for yeah. the Kylo Ren character. Yeah. Not hard. That's like real oh. world just fucking things up. Yeah. yeah, just you've had that rob from you. Yeah. Obviously, that's in, incidental compared to the actual loss of Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> should point that out. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Billy's always like, oh, great. That's really hard. Her daughter's on the set and they're going, oh, this is kind of messed this up. She's like, it's my mum. JJ just had the funeral. I was like, well, that's that ruined. Cheers, Carrie. That's the final. Slinging down a rose on her coffin. Yeah, cheers, love. Jesus Christ. Rewrite. Awesome. Right. We're not going to do a Kira countdown this week. Um, because one we don't have time for it and two because we've recorded a Christmas special of Keyword Countdown which will go out on Christmas Day and that was mad one to record but we do have a lot of feedback from you so yeah so look out for the Keyword Countdown special coming on Christmas Day uh, let's get some of your feedback in and what people thought Ow I'm first actually yeah. Krupa um, Hello boys and girl this is Nicholas from Switzerland um, it's weird this one for the first like 30 to 45 minutes of the movie I was worried I opened strongly but then slowed down significantly and I felt nothing I think this is mainly because of the Finn Rose storyline which was definitely the weakest part of the movie for me it was way too drawn out for what it did for the story oh and I very much dislike Leia's forced space floating just have her wounded in the impact just have her wounded um <laughs> But everything with Ray, Kylo Ren, and Luke was fantastic. I love the force skyping between Ray and Kylo. It's actually force timing. Uh, we are going with that. I love Luke messing with everyone in the end, and the entire scene with Ray and Kylo in Snoke's throne room was one of the most exciting things to ever come out of a Star Wars movie. The fight choreography was so satisfying to see. I adored it. Um, and similar to us, he, he thought it was just a visually stunning movie. Um, but he says, uh, it's not perfect, but no movie and certainly no Star Wars movie is. I think that's very true. Yep. And no, not even The Prestige. Well, Whoa. Nicholas, I was right with your email. Right until the fucking end of it. <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. I think uh, It sounds like someone in Switzerland has to watch The Prestige again. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Hairston writes in saying, I was so excited to see the new Star Wars flick. I went to the very sh first show by myself, and now I can't talk to anyone yet because none of my friends have seen it. That's why we're here, man. Exactly. Leaving the theatre, I actually had to think to myself, did I just watch a Star Wars movie that I genuinely didn't care for at all? From the slapstick comedy during what should have been tense moments, to the bloated middle bits about the casino planet that felt out of place, to the hokey way Leia floated back to the cruise after being blown into space, I felt like I was watching more of a parody than anything else. Damn. Damn. That's an extreme take. I yeah, think, I think like, my but, biggest problem, like yeah. the slapstick, is one of the biggest things for me. Yeah. Like yeah. undercutting moments yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, like I, I think he's highlighted three of my biggest dislikes, which, yeah. which was comedy, layer, uh, prequel, casino bullshit rubbish. Yeah. There we are. Uh, we got Ryan from Sydney. 
who says, I really enjoyed episode seven. I feel that the criticism around its derivative nature to episode four is valid, but it didn't diminish the overall appeal of the film to me. Instead, I felt that episode seven laid the ground for an interesting expansion on the known Star Wars universe. Episode 8, I didn't feel was as consistent a film. I think the story is actually at its best when it's focusing on the new cast of heroes, Ray Finn and Poe. Conversely, the newer cast of heroes introduced in this film didn't hold up for me. Rose is annoying and excessively simplistic. She had shades of young Anakin. Oh, I don't think that. I don't think so. I thought yeah. she was brilliant. Um, Benicio Del Toro's DJ was criminally underused. There was also something that didn't sit right with the tone of his scenes when compared with his character. His wider perspective on the central conflict seemed more akin to something seen in Star Wars Rebels, which I think has been effective at building out the franchise further. My hope is that Ryan Johnson's own individual trilogy gives him the creative freedom to build a story he wants to tell that's set in the Star Wars universe, which is kind of like what we talked about. Yeah. Criticism aside, I still need another watch to really bed down how I feel about it. With movies you care about, it's difficult to form a clear opinion from just the first screening. Once you know what to expect, it's easy to evaluate the film on its merits. Uh, thanks again for your work and Merry Christmas. See, this is a thing that I've seen a lot of people say. It's just like, go see a three or fuck off, go see a three or four times. <laughs> right. You go see a three or four times. Like, if it can't get its point across in the first film, then it doesn't it's, done it's, that. Yeah, it's a like, all for like, yeah. your appreciation deepening yeah. on subsequent views. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, yeah. We've literally the talked about the procedure all the time about yeah. you get little things from it. <laughs> but still, the first time I watched that, I thought, that's an amazing movie. Yeah. 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 And I think like it should work to, for you on the first, the first time. Yeah. It might not work for everyone. I saw a tweet the other day from someone that we worked with just saying, um, oh, go see it a second or third time. And some of the things you've been moaning about, you realize are actually really good. No, that's bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> like utter bollocks. But, I, like, I can't see that happening. One thing, one thing I will say for going to see films, uh, if you're super excited about is, I think I've talked about it before, but when I saw uh, Dark Knight Rises, uh, that's a film that I was probably the most excited about. I think I was probably more excited to see that than Force Awakens, maybe, because I just loved those films. And I was so excited for it that I just had to go see it. it before, I saw it like two, another two or three times before I was able to calm down like my excitement mm. for it and actually just enjoy it as a film rather than looking through my own excitement at yeah. it, which yeah. is a really weird thing. Too, but too I feel like you can get like that with Star Wars where you get so excited about it that it's hard to see the wheat from the gut. Yeah, and also, like, you know, you need to let the dust settle on it. Yeah. And, you know, your opinions mature and change maybe slightly, but that's why, like, obviously the impulse is to rank it immediately. Just give it a bit of time. Yeah. Yeah. Then we'll talk, then we'll call it. Yeah. Uh, I've got rid of the fourth one, so that's right. It's the last one. Unlucky. Um, This is from Adam. Um, I really enjoyed The Last Jedi. The double bluff over Ray Wren switching sides was done really well, and I thought Oscar Isaac was outstanding throughout as Poe. Really looking forward to episode nine. As for crazy theories, mm. I have one. Metal girders don't melt at that. <laughs> Adam, Adam, this is not the place for that sort of theory. Um, no, he says, I don't think Snoke is really dead. I think that was a fake that got cut in half. I think it was a fake that got cut in half and he'll make a return in the next film. I say that because his death felt like it came too easily. And I think there was a little hint right at the end to back up my theory. If Snoke was using his powers to connect Ray and Ren, then he must still have been alive to connect them when Ray is closing the forest doors of the Falcon and Ren is inside the now abandoned rebel base hmm. let me know what you guys think i look forward to hearing your response on the show now quite I, interesting i think snoke is dead yeah he fucking better be he's gotta be because i don't think he's important enough to bring back no know? and the, no. i think the focus has shifted although that is a weird thing at the end yeah. they ju- is the implication that they've just become more powerful or maybe he connected them or they're i think he's, did he say something about like he was boosting a heart like they are much closer at the end yeah they're on the same planet so yeah. maybe that's why it's, i think he doesn't just, need this like amplifier that no. was snoke i think like he's just done booster, yeah he's like wi-fi boosting because <laughs> like sometimes in my kitchen i can't yeah, exactly. like, i can't watch my ipad oh, but now yeah, they're in the same room so you yeah don't need that since wifi i've had vision stores fucking nightmare again because my playstation is like so far away from the router yeah you need a booster you need a start on it yeah sell them on amazon prime snokes yeah um i do like that theory he better be dead though because I, because also I can't, be so I think he's not a character that we have enough investment in for, the, for him to come back I think it would be groan inducing yeah, rather yeah. than because yeah. yeah. you don't know anything about him so it's not like a, it's bringing back doesn't mean anything yeah. I don't think I think it's really strange because I, I put that one in there for the last uh, bit of feedback because uh, I came out of Force Awakens with theories with lots I of think, theories yeah. whereas like with this 
I don't really have that many theories about things. And like, maybe that's a, maybe that's the point. Yeah. Maybe the point of it all. I think that's quite good. Whereas, yeah, I came out, I just don't have... Abram's theory. coming back with some. Like, yeah. after, after episode nine, Boxing massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Kathleen, never gonna get onto Kathleen said um, <laughs> she wanted everything resolved, setting up the new franchise that Ryan is spearheading. But he's smoke monster. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah if you guys have any awesome Star Wars theories to send in that we haven't got that would be amazing IGN has got UK feedback IGN.com uh, yeah the keyword candle special goes live on Christmas day um, then you know we're not missing a beat podcast wise then we've recorded everything oh we're going to record our 2018 preview this afternoon mm-hmm else yeah so and we've got some best of awards as well yeah basically we've done loads of podcasts yeah you don't have to thank us yeah. but if you do that'd be nice yeah, yeah that's good just listen to them all right but thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on christmas day bye-bye Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.